millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now, as we spoke about earlier, tomorrow is the 1st of February and our National Female Patron Saints Feast Day. St. Bridget has been described as a Celtic goddess, a Christian matron, a saint, a feminist, a farmer. And of course, she was a 5th century female bishop. So to discuss some of the traditions around a law fail a breed, I'm joined by Michael Fortune of the a Living Online Archive, Folklore.ie. Good afternoon to you, Michael. Good, good afternoon. And it's always a pleasure to speak with you. I suppose the biggest tradition is the making of the St. Bridget's Cross. Just talk to me about that and, and the tradition where it comes from and how they should be made. Yeah, it's one of the things I suppose so many of us will connect with because we probably either made them in school or we learned from someone how to how to make them. Uh, it's a it's a tradition that we were, I suppose the, the standard St. Bridges Cross that we know, the classic St. Bridges Cross, the Rush Cross that was that we all know is I suppose became very popular. I, I believe it, it was RTE when RT RTE logo. That's that's what started it. That planted that particular cross design in in people's minds. Now there are photographs of that cross design going back to about 1910 from Antrim, um, but there are loads of different regional styles, Patricia. When you go around the country, you'll see 
see Vershington in mid Kerry, you'll see Vershington in West Waterford, and I'm sure probably in Cork as well. If you went looking around, you'll find him in County Clare, North Clare, and Galway. There's a very particular style design, a little, not even a rush cross or not even a straw cross, a little wooden cross that was nailed up to the rafters or up to the doors. So I suppose St. Bridget was all, the cross was always used as a kind of a way to, people felt it protected a home, it protected the livestock. You'd find a lot in, 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 in dairies around the country, anywhere that's any farmer, any dairy farmer in Cork now will probably, will probably, I say a lot of them will have a St. Bridget's cross somewhere, somewhere near the cattle. Yeah, and the tradition is you collect the rushes today and you make them today. Yeah, yeah. The idea is, and again, this it's it's a it's a funny one, isn't it? We, sometimes we assume all these traditions run all around the country, right? But yeah. they weren't. Certain countries, parts of the country, were really strong. Donegal, for some reason, is very very strong. But in Donegal, I've been working up there for years, and. What the, the tradition would be that you collect the rushes before sunset and you'd bring them in. Usually the youngest child in the house would bring them over the threshold and bring them in. And then the family would get together and the family will sit down and they'll make the crosses. Um, sometimes they'd have poundies. Up the north would use that word poundies. I suppose we'd use call cannon or any kind of mashed buds. I suppose mashed buds were always a treat. So people would have that. That was always something to really look forward to. And then you'd make the crosses and sometimes you'd make little bands. You'd put them on your head for headaches and you'd leave them out tonight. And you'd leave them out then before you went to bed. And the idea was that Bridget would come along and bless them. And then you'd bring them back in then. You see, and, them and the one I associate with the eve of St. Bridget's Day is leaving out a white cloth. Yeah, no, again, and that's a lovely one. Different names in the country. Some people call it Brat Breed and Bratock Breed. More call it just Bridget's Cloak. So your one is, is the white one. I've had the, the blue one or the red one here in, in, in Wexford. The red one is tied in with the red flannel. A lot of older listeners here might remember the red flannel. If you had a chesty cough years ago, there was always a red flannel, maybe with a bit of goose grease put in your chest. Uh, a lot of people would leave out. I remember talking to a woman in West Waterford there a while ago. She'd get her husband's tie. So I had these visions of this kind of 1980s, really <laughs> dodgy looking tie being left out. And she says, I leave it out. And, she, and when I've got a headache, I put it onto the head. I was met a group of women last night and they leave their scarves out. Um, so a lot around the throat and a lot around headaches. And then some people then would use it then as well, maybe for a torn in her finger. I've come across people talking about that. But it's lovely as well. A woman in Donegal had a great one. She was telling me years ago, said that her, her grandmother, them, they always left out the jumpers. They'd leave out the oh. little children's jumpers as well for her to bless. So it depends. There's no, that's the great thing about folklore and this, this area of work. There's no right or wrong. And I always keep saying that to people, you'd meet some people sometimes, uh, Patricia, and they're always looking for the right answer. You know that kind of way? I yeah. want to go back and I want to find out. What, and I said, just forget about that. Just enjoy what the difference is. You know, that's what makes it, you know. Um, but yeah, leave, leaving that out. Um, and that's, that's another, another, another lovely thing. Um, to, another lovely thing, another lovely part of the, of the, of the day. Yeah, and I, I have a St. Bridget's Cross, one of the ones made out of uh, of the rushes that is over my front door and it was made by a very uh, well-known teacher, sadly no longer with us, uh, Mary V. Crowley. She used to make them with the school children and she gave me one many, many years ago and I have it over my front door. Is, is that where you're meant to place it? Yeah, they're always up on a height. Um, up on a height over the doors is always the place you'll see them. Anywhere there was an entrance. And I suppose even with, I suppose the Blessed Palm can go over, if you're Catholic, the Blessed Palm goes over the Sacred Heart in some people's houses. More people put it over doors as well. So the door was always an important thing in any, any aspect of our folklore. The doors and the windows, but the door in this place, up nice and high. But what's really interesting there, you've, 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 you've said something there. It was actually a woman called Mary Lee who taught me how to make uh, Bridges Crosses back, yeah. in, back in 1983, a primary school teacher. I was in third class at the time and the older people around the home even though there were loads of rushes they hadn't made they weren't making it my grandmother never didn't grow up with that tradition and you'd be I can guarantee a lot of your older listeners didn't have them it was actually the grandchildren from the 70s and 80s who started to make them they became popular yeah yeah yeah. and 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 
Yeah, and the primary school teachers, a lot of the women teachers, no, not locking them in, but a lot of the female teachers, and then obviously the nuns were part of that as well. The nuns were part of that story as well of getting getting across as kept the tradition growing. It was always a big day in Bridge. Yeah, still, and and was. I wonder they still made today, or many schools doing them today. Well, you know what? I think, I suppose the great thing about having the national holiday and having St. Bridget's Day recognised is it will. Like, I'm in my own children's school tomorrow making them all day and I've been in schools for the last couple of days, uh, over the last week as well, making them. Um, so I think I think it will, it will. One of the things that I love, I'll be honest with you, I love about St. Bridget's Day. I think, by the way, she put St. Patrick in the halfpenny place. He always said actually <laughs> in regards to, regards to the customs, right? But she's, I love the idea. And you be talking, I love going out in the field and getting the rushes and the wet field, you know, boggy land. I love cutting them. I love making them, making them. I like the mess that's the mess at the end of the night. Um, but I like the, the, the idea of using your hands and the idea of people sitting around together and talking and making them. I'll make them. And my children, my other half's father, will be up tonight as well. And his and and, and their the grand, the granny and grandparents from my other half, my my wife's father, and mother, they'll be up. So there's a lovely kind of side to it. But it's much more private than. St. Patrick's Day Parade, which is a, you know, like it's a big public spectacle, you know, like mm-hmm. parades and all that. But St. Bridges Day is different. Um, and I, I, I like that difference about it, you know. And I like, I, what I really love, and I love, and it, we can't ever lose sight of this when we talk about Bridget, the connection to nature and the connection to the seasons and the connection to spring. And of course, and this is the start of spring as well, isn't it? That's what a lot of it is to do with. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's lovely about it. And again, you can you can go at this whatever way you want. To. And I suppose that's the great thing about this now is people have different beliefs and different ways of looking at things. But the great thing is we all know, as you probably know, this morning, the mornings are brighter. Yeah. You'll notice this evening, the, bright, the evenings are brighter. I noticed before Stafford last week, the snowdrops are up, you know, the buds are under the, on the trees. So the earth is waking up, you know, and, and there's growth and there's life happening around us. So I suppose Bridges, Bridges tied in with that story, which, yeah, is, which is brilliant. Yeah. Young lambs, the, lamb, the lambs are out in the fields, you know. So it's a, it's a, it's a good it's a good time of year and just just on the St Bridges Cross a listener last week um, sent me in one made out of willow and it's fantastic real sturdy cross but it's made out of willow which I yeah, haven't come across did. before yeah you be, you be, yeah you, yeah. Well, I've seen I have a little cross here uh, from a man from Galway we, we call them Sally's little, little Sally little, little Sally rods and Sally and the rushes and also come here to me as well straw was used an awful lot years ago as well and people forget it now. I suppose when you, you know, every everything is bailed now, and say August sometime, and you never get it. You wouldn't get straw or oat and straw. But back then there was a thing called a spring threshing. So basically, you had your normal harvest, whatever it was, probably a little bit later, back years ago. But then there were haggard stands or corn stands or you know different names on them where the the, the, the oats be kept up. And this was supposed, I suppose, when the advent the, the advent of the baler came along and the hay barn came along, that changed that. But you're not talking that long ago, really. You know, in the scheme of things, maybe back in the thirties, forties, it was fifties haggard stands, and then there'd be spring threshing. And then to be perfect, lovely on um, uh, lovely lengths of a uh, of oat and straw, and people use them to make crosses as well. Yeah, they make yeah. a lovely cross. They make yeah. gorgeous crosses. Yeah. They they were very creative, and actually, our breakfast uh, show jock uh, Ken got one sent in, sent in beautiful, brightly coloured one made out of pipe cleaners. <laughs> so you can, Gosh, you, can Gosh, do. you know what the pipe the, the pipe cleaners are it's a square handy oak when you when you're working with a fifth, five and six year olds and they can't bend the rushes yeah yeah they're great uh one of our listeners hi patricia we put out the brath breather a white cloth we put it out in a hedge and we leave it overnight and then we use it throughout the year for various ailments somebody else says yeah. could you ask michael uh, what what are you meant to do we make them every year are you meant to burn last year's ones 
Now, and again, it's a, a good question, and I, it's a question I, I get asked the whole time. Some people burn them. I know the ones in Donegal will burn them. And I know my own grandmother at home, and I know people, I was only talking to a couple of women that are but I said, oh, God, makes sense to me. I couldn't bear burning them. I couldn't bear burning the crosses. I'd let it fall down and fall apart. Then I'll, then I'll get rid of it. All right. But some people burn them, and more people don't. Again, there's no there's no, there's no, no right or wrong. I even got people ask me, here's a queer one for you as well. People ask me, he said, which the right way to hang it? Do you hang it? When you hold a bridge's cross up in your hand, if you turn it, backwards or frontwards whatever which straight with the hang it and again i've seen photographs and sketches of them and they're they're, they're either way so again whatever whatever works for you yeah, I'm yeah, that, so there's, no, there's, no, there's no right or wrong and then pat says uh patricia the saint bridget we have down here has nothing to do with the bridget of kildare the cork bridget was the sister of saint coleman Ah, now, be the Lord, yeah. And funny, we've, we've, we've Col- Coleman. Coleman was connected. We have a, the Holy Well for Ireland. Now, that's a gas one. I didn't know that, and I don't know that far back. But I do know, I could tell you, St. Coleman was a saint about three miles away from where we are, St. Coleman, and, and he was famous for having ducks. So I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know that connection was there. Okay. It's actually funny. It's interesting. There's a lot of connection between the saints and, say, Cork, Waterford, and Wexford. There's a lot of, I suppose it makes sense. You're southern coast counties, and you would have been gone off to, over to Wales and Cornwall and England and off onto the continent as well. But here's one thing as well. The St. Bridget that we, we, we She's our patron saint, our matron saint now is the word we're using, right? Is that she's um she's down in Spain. There's a, I know a village outside Madrid and they have a big procession around St. Bridget. I actually don't know if they know that we it should be big and day with it, us, but is, they have to, is it our St. Bridget? If you know our, what I mean. Our one. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It it is, is. Yeah. Well, apparently they said there's a couple of them. There's a Swedish one and there's a few other ones. But your name Bridget, you get a popular in Brittany in northwestern near northwestern France. But down in northern Spain down in sorry, in the middle of Spain to have it and the statue, the same statue we'd use, St. Bridget. And they'll have it. She and she protects again. Or oh, around food. Some of the similarities of what she's a patron saint of are, are similar. Um, they also say our, uh, years ago when the relics were brought down, they said her, her skull was brought down to outside Lisbon, oh. and there's a kind of a d- 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 she's she's remembered down there as well. Um, so it's an, it's an interesting one, you know. And over in England and Wales, the Isle of Man as well, they mark her as well. They make a different type of a cross as well for okay. her as well. So she's. Uh, she, I think this law become a little bit clearer in the years to come as we kind of tease it out a little bit more. But as it is now, it's. Are, are scene, you? Are, yeah. Are you thrilled that we are we're going to be remembering her every year? Is it? Is it not before time? Yeah, absolutely. I actually did. I didn't know that there was a movement even a couple of years ago. Someone asked me this question. I actually didn't know there was a movement behind the scenes. I'm too busy working on the ground, just doing doing what I'm doing. But I, I am, to be honest with you. I think it's about time, um, and it's great because it, it um, it's just it, it is. I've always I've said it just as a practitioner or someone who's working in the area. There was always more around Bridget, and I suppose that kind of idea it holds more to me even personally. You know, I made crosses with my grandmother as a, as a child until she died, and I love the idea of crafting and making and you know. And even people, someone asked me about last year. Said, "Why are there no statues of Saint Bridget?" And I was kind of saying, "Well, she's in her, she's in her heart, she's in her heads, and she's in her mind. You know, she's she's in her, her sorry, her, her hands. She 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 lives with us in different ways. You know, that's and a I lovely way to put it." Yeah, there's a deeper way. I suppose I'm looking out here now. It's a bright spring day. Uh, sorry, the eve of, of spring, you know. So the, the start of spring is there. So um, I kind of tie her in with that as well. So okay. yeah. And there's lots she, of, she, there's holy wells. She's she's a number of, she wouldn't have as many as St. Patrick now, but there's a number of holy wells, isn't there, to St. Bridget? Lo- lo- absolutely. Loads. Cork, Kerry, every every county, there, there's holy wells. And again, there's someone in Tipperary recently did a study of the St. Bridget's wells or Bride's wells in, 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 um, in, in Tip. So this stuff will happen more and more this is going to happen and loads of place names Kilbride, Bride's Well there's play, all the place names around the county is around the county and around the country with Bridget's name and the gas thing is you'll find Bride's Well and Kilbride you'll find her in Scotland the cult of Bridget and even the New World you go over to Newfoundland there's a place called Kilbride or there's a little 
village called St Brides that we would go to, or you'd go to Australia in Melbourne. You've got Kilbride. So, so, the, so the name of Bridget has survived. You know, it's been interesting to watch the how she spread around and spread around the world. There's a great book for some of your listeners. Um, on the on the life on the life of Bridget. Um, God, a name escapes me now. I should have it in my head. Sean Kissan's book. If you ever any of your listeners want to get a good deep depth of, of, of the, the life of Bridget that's a great book to get your hands on and there's another one that, that we only spoke about a couple of years ago here on the programme with uh, the late Colm Keane and his lovely wife Uno Hagen they've wrote they wrote oh, a yeah. beautiful book on um, St Bridget's and, and the life of ta- life and times because she had a fascinating life absolutely yeah absolutely and and, and the stories we'd know we don't even know we, yeah, again that's that's not really in my area of, of work, you know. In some ways, I'm just looking at what we do now, whatever. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, sure. She was the patron saint of so many things, like you know, she was brewers and she was the patron saint of, 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 of her association with cattle and cows and the milk is really, really strong. And that's one that stands still. That's one that stands strong still, you know. There's people okay. believed that the bridge was, well, you know. I've I met him. I got I met a woman. She was telling me about two brothers that lived near her. And they were often having awful trouble with their their their, their stock dying. This is back years ago, and she got she made it St. Bridges Cross and she put it into the, gave it to the lads and the lads put it into two bachelor brothers, and they put it into the into the cow house and they said the cows broke out that night going bawling and roaring around the fields. But it said the, the idea was she said the Bridget came into the house and got rid of it. Now this is take, take this story whichever way you want. Yeah. She said, got rid of the devil. She says and, uh, and the, said it was never uh, never lost of a cow. And the cattle were afterwards. fine. Listen, it's always a pleasure, Michael. Thank you for that, yeah. and thanks for joining us on the program today. Thanks, William. Uh, good here. afternoon to you. That's the wonderful Michael Fortune. And he's got a fantastic living online archive that I direct anyone to folklore.ie. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.